Welcome to the Boom Clap Podcast, Cecily. It feels good to be sitting back down together for the first time in 2022. It does. It just feels right. (laughs) It does. And man, it feels like a long time, doesn't it? Oh, it feels like like a long time. Like I feel like it's only been about a month, but it's Mm -hmm. been a long month. It's been a long month. Lots has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Sure has. Um, We've both had COVID in the time since we last recorded together. Yes. And we didn't give it to each other because we live a long ways away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's be clear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Noah, yeah, you got it first, kind of just just before Christmas. And then we just had it last week. Today is actually my first day out of COVID jail. Not actual jail. For those of you who don't live in Canada and would think that we actually have a COVID jail, we do not. But we are required to like self-isolate for 10 days if you're not vaccinated, which I'm not. Um, so it was a long 10 days because I was only sick for less than 24 hours. <laughs> and then it was just nine more days of hanging out with my family. So yeah, felt good to get a little freedom today. Went out and drove, drove down the road and I was like, oh, yeah. smells like freedom but my husband has no taste or smell so he wouldn't even know what freedom tastes like I mean it smells like (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious it's a hard time of year to be stuck like you know because it's not like spring or summer when you're just out and about in the yard and it's just it's cold at least here it's cold oh yeah it is cold. And we did go outside, like we went up the mountain and stuff, but it's like, I don't last long. My feet get so cold and my hands and yeah, I just can not stay out long. And I don't know. It just makes me really look forward to the warmth of the spring sunshine. I cannot wait. Yeah. I wanted to ask you actually, I meant yeah. to message you the other day. So I'll just ask you now. Um, okay. I saw on your IG stories, Mm-hmm. You were guys were were you building a fort for your kids in the yes. woods like up the mountain? <laughs> yes, yeah. It's going to be epic. Like it is more than a fort. It's actually going to be more like a dugout. Like you okay, know, like it looks really dugout. cool. It's going to be awesome. And Kyle, that's my husband. He's obs- he's obsessed with it. Like he has been up there nonstop. Like he had to take the week off work because he had COVID as well, and he has been up there every single day for hours on end, like working with the boys. I'm like, man, I have a lot of stuff that I could like, I'd love to get down done around the house and the gardens, but he is way too busy on the mountain. So yeah, they've dug it out and they're like building it up with sticks. And so Kyle just read a book called the comfort crisis. I, I can't remember who the author is at this moment, but anyway, it I has like inspired. Yes, me too. I've actually used that before I even knew that book existed, like The Comfort mm-hmm. Crisis, because we're in mm-hmm. a comfort crisis, right? Yeah, anyway, we so talked read, about that. Yeah. And so he read that book, and he is, like, really committed to doing everything in as least comfortable a way as possible. And so he's, like, not using any power tools up there. He's using, like, an old-fashioned bow saw to cut the cut the wood to dig it out. This thing even has a chimney like a rock chimney that they've collected rocks off the side of the mountain and they built a rock chimney for this dugout. Like I'm not even gonna call it a fort anymore. It's a dugout. It's going to be sweet. And so when it's done, I said to him, we should just like, they're layering it up with dirt right now, 
But when it's done, we should make sure there's like a good layer of dirt on it and plant some like grass seed and wildflower seeds. And then that'll just grow over the top of it. Like it's going to be super cool. I'm like envisioning something from Narnia. Yeah, it almost looks like a little hobbit house. Like I haven't I haven't seen that movie. We're finishing the book yeah. series first, but right. what my mind does with what the words say on the page, like this uh-huh. is what I'm picturing. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is kind of whimsical. It doesn't look whimsical right now just because everything is so stark and you know, it's winter, yeah. you know, so, but by the time it's done and it's springtime, like th- it's going to look pretty magical. So I've kind of been acting a little bit annoyed about how much time he's been spending up there, <laughs> but honestly, it's such a good thing and it's going to be such good memories for the kids and they're mm-hmm. going to have a ton of fun up there yeah, for sure, like for a long time. So it's a pretty cool little project. Yeah. Okay. Before we get into our actual, like, episode and the point of this episode, Cecily, you need to tell everybody the other, the news you have. Yeah. Um, the news I have, if I just like let this linger for a while, people are going to come up with all sorts of ideas in their mind about what it could possibly be. <laughs> so just like let that go for a little while. And then I'll just disappoint everyone with the actual truth is I wrote a book. <laughs> Not that that's disappointing, but you know, when you think big of deal. all the things I could have said, it's a book. Um, but yeah, it is a big deal and it's super fun and it released on January 11. So yeah, I published a book. I never thought that day would come and it did. And I'm super thankful to all of you that are listening that knew I was going to say book and um, that supported me by pre-ordering or leaving reviews or ordering it after the fact, after it was released. You guys are awesome. It blows my mind that people would want to read words that I wrote. So Thank you. If you are one of those people that supported me by buying a book. Yeah. Um, you might want to say the title. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's called Raising Girls Devotional for Mom. So it's a 60-day devotional. Yeah. I, it's been fun to watch because – or at least for me, I think it's fun to watch your kids and how excited they are for you. Oh, and yeah. when – when your middle son was just like laying there reading the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sent me that picture. So I was funny. like, that's great. Yeah. I have been so surprised by that. And honestly, that's been the sweetest part of this whole experience is that just to see like what it looks like for another human to be genuinely happy for you and proud of you and excited. And I don't know why I didn't see it coming. Like, but my kids are growing up and they're turning into like, these wonderful humans that are literally just so happy about it. And so my oldest son, he read the book in like two nights and my middle son, he plugged away at it. And um, it's just really cool. And I had dedicated the book to my daughter, obviously, because it's a book for moms raising daughters. And my boys are just so insistent that now I need to write another book so that they can have a dedication to them as well. And like, it's a devotional. So I included a lot of personal stories in there. Some about the kids, some about me, things that the kids didn't know. And my oldest was like, it's so cool. I'm learning all your secrets. And I'm like, huh, interesting. (laughs) I never thought of them as secrets, but I guess if you're 10 years old reading about your mom's thoughts, it could seem like secrets. So it it was kind of cool. Yeah. I can totally see that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a good thing. It's really, it's really exciting. And I'm, it's fun to watch them be proud of you, I guess. So 
Yeah. And the book is really good. It's really good. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So, okay, guys, we should probably jump into the episode, but just wanted to catch you up on, I mean, it just feels like so long since we sat Uh down together to record and it feels like there's a lot of life to catch up on. And this is our third episode of the year, um, but it's going to kind of feel like the first episode because yes, it's the first time we're sitting down together, but um, also it's going to kind of be the anchoring episode of the year. It Uh didn't feel right really putting out the first episode being like, early treatment and what we did for COVID. But at the same time, like that's the last like four or five weeks that has been my life. Um, People calling me and telling me they have this virus and what do I do with it? You know? And because everyone has it. Yeah. Because everyone has it. (laughs) The hospital systems aren't helping. And so that ended up being our first episode. This is now going to be our anchoring episode of the year. Yes. Yeah, a few weeks into the year, but it's never too late to, I guess, I, I don't want to say start fresh, but it kind of is like that. This is like our new year. Yeah, and really, like, I don't know about you guys or you, Cecily, but mm-hmm. I don't – I used to kind of try to get into the new year thing and, like, mm-hmm. this is going to be the year I do this, this, and this, and I just right. don't anymore because I truly yeah. believe every single day, every single moment is yes. – um, a chance for a fresh start or a chance to change what you're doing. And so really, I guess we're just doing this to re-solidify how we started our podcast. We started in Mm. March of last year and just re-solidify what our intentions were then and then take it maybe a step further. Because Mm. I think, and we were talking about this the other day, Cecily, but I think that I see a lot of people that I agree with who are on probably the same mission as me. But what I'm seeing is a lot of people keeping focus on the mission and focus on the fight, but losing track of the why. And therefore, like we're not necessarily going the right direction. And so, and it's hard for me because I'm a person who can get captured by the mission and, and kind of just like go full bore but I'm really trying to be more purposeful and like pull the reins in and mm-hmm. not just um, spout off or, you know, say something without thinking about it. And so um, by anchoring ourselves and continuing to go back to our why, it's easier to stay on course. Yeah. And it's so important. And like we've had a number of conversations lately, just kind of observing, right? We've been observing people and how people are behaving or interacting, whether it's online or in real life. And there's this sense, I guess I'll speak for myself and I'm pretty sure you feel about the same, but you can speak for yourself that there's this discontent within me about the way that we're interacting as a culture, as people. Mm -hmm. And it's like we've forgotten our humanity in a sense. And also, you know, what, what roots us and what grounds us and why we care about anything at all. And if we have lost sight of why we care about anything at all, then why do we care about anything at all? You know what I mean? (laughs) So, um, I don't know. Yeah. There's been just this discontent within me about that. And, you know, like we started our podcast, we said, I think on the very first episode. Like we don't do this because we feel 
more entitled to say something than anyone else. And we certainly don't want to add to the noise. And that was our biggest hesitation in starting the podcast. And I know you said this a couple weeks back too, but there's a lot of noise out there and I feel like it gets noisier all the time. And I don't want to be a part of that. I want the, the things that we talk about on the podcast to draw each person back to their foundation. Mm-hmm. Not that we won't talk about current events and things going on in the world, but there's always going to be this flip side to it where we're looking at it because of why it matters. Yeah. You know? Does yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's interesting because we talk – I would say we offer up a lot of information in two different categories on this mm-hmm. podcast. I think we talk about our faith a lot yeah. and we talk about world events and culture. Yes. Yeah. And we try to mesh those two things together. Mm-hmm. And what I'm seeing across the board a lot right now is just – People acting without a lot of wisdom. Yes. And probably, you know, talking about the cultural things, mm-hmm. but less from a standpoint anymore of raising awareness. It's not, it's almost as though we've hated the sensationalism in the media and we've, you know, hated what the media is doing. And now there's a group of people who have wanted to go against that and now they're taking that same um that same method and utilizing it themselves to not just bring awareness to things happening in culture mm-hmm. and help people evaluate but to utilize the things happening in culture to draw attention to themselves. That's right. And I yeah. think that that's what you're saying Cecily is just like yeah. reiterating that that's what we don't want to do. We Absolutely don't want to right. do that. Um I had been thinking about this episode and earlier I wrote down just kind of like a several words and just like with Mm -hmm. arrows to them. And I just said, you know, we want to point to the things happening in the world Mm -hmm. to help everyone become aware of them. And by becoming aware of them, we can assess those things. Mm -hmm. And then we can apply those things happening to our values and our values back to the things happening and then we can yeah. take action to live in Ooh, accordance look at to you our with the values. Alliteration. Yeah, but like it would just it just like all of a sudden I was like, okay, this is what we need to do. We need to become aware, then we need mm-hmm. to assess and apply, and then we can take action. And yeah. I just feel like in current times, mm-hmm. we're living in a world where people very, very much say, and this is back to our first, you know, anchoring values episode, where people say one thing and do another. And Mm -hmm. what you do ultimately is your values. It does not matter what you say if you don't live that in action. And I don't mean going out and seeking out good deeds in action every day. I mean just Mm -hmm. like everyday regular life, everything you're doing. You know, are we actually living out what we say? And so if we're aware of the things happening in the world, the reason we need to be aware is so we can assess them, apply our values, and live it in action, right? Yeah, that's really, really good. I mean, we had been talking about like, oh man, we haven't really talked too much about what we want this episode to be. And we were both kind of feeling like um, a little unprepared. And then all of a sudden you pull out this like 
alliteration and a four-step process. And I'm like, wow, you you really pulled something together there. That's impressive. Awareness hey, a of- lot happens while your daughter's in piano class when you got a Bible yeah. and a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's awesome. I love that. I feel like what we're seeing in the world is just a lot of action and some awareness, but I think there's levels of awareness. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, like you had said that we're seeing people act without a lot of wisdom. And that's something that is not good. (laughs) Like one thing that I pray for every single day is wisdom because I don't have it on my own, you know, Mm -hmm. and in order to function well in this world and to live a life that's worthy of the calling that we've been given, we need wisdom. And, um, Yeah. So that's my daily prayer. And I guess that's what I would pray over this podcast as well. And over all our listeners is just this ability to have wisdom and discernment Mm. so that we can truly be aware of what's going on. And like, not just this surface level awareness, but this awareness that goes deeper and looks to the root of things so that we can assess properly and apply those things to our lives and act accordingly. Yeah, I agree. And I just think, you know, we've talked about this and I hope it's not redundant, but Mm -hmm. we talk about the peace that comes over your lives when you're, you know, living within your values and there's little question, you know, it just, it feels good because you mm-hmm. feel at peace when you're living in your values. And I was just thinking about um, how, I don't know, we talk about this too. Like I, sometimes words are hard, but I can just know like this feeling of how I want things to feel. And um, I have this picture painted in my head, but I think when we do what we just talked about there, you know, we're then a people of consistency. There's a steadiness and a sureness. And when the world starts throwing, I guess this is kind of where I'm going with a cultural thing. You know, there's there's all these, you know, agendas that we've talked about. There's the biodigital stuff coming at yeah. us, the metaverse. There's, you know, all of these things that it feels like we have to evaluate constantly mm-hmm. and like, you know, where are we at on this? And I guess that's what I mean when I say assess and apply. We need to be able to assess these situations that are happening in the world. You know, we can't ignore them because we live in the world and then apply our values to them and see where we stand. But it's so easy. Like this stuff isn't hard if you know what your values are and if you are rooted in. Then when the world throws all this weird stuff at us, we're not confused. We're not yeah. like trying to flip flop and find where we stand on it or mm-hmm. figure out whether the person, the news anchor on TV that checks off the boxes that we think fit it, we fit into right. um, stands so that we can go along in, with okay. them and don't have to think about it ourselves. If mm-hmm. we, if we can follow those steps and realize why we want to be aware and assess and apply and all of those things and know what our values are, then it becomes very simple then we're not looking to other people constantly to determine what we think. We know what we Mm -hmm. think. We can assess things within our value and like our mind frame. And Mm -hmm. there's there's clarity. There's clarity of our heart and mind. And then, I don't know, for lack of a better term, it's like when you're standing at a crossroads and you're not sure which way to go, if you know where you're going, it's easy to figure out which way you need to turn. But if you don't know where you're going – Mm-hmm. It's hard. 
And so it's yeah. just finding direction and staying pointed to the course. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And we talked about a while back, and I'm not going to get into the whole discussion again because we've already covered it, but the family mission statement, right? And mm -hmm. even just putting the family aside, but just, you know, having that mission statement, and even if it's not a mission statement, having this awareness of what it is that you value and why. So that when circumstances in life do come up that, you know, a lot of people, this is what happens. Something new comes up and people just jump on the bandwagon without thinking because that's what people do. Right? Yes. But we shouldn't be doing that. Like we mm -hmm. shouldn't be just doing things quickly. Like there needs to be that, like you said, that awareness and that assessment that comes first and making sure like, does this align with the person that I say that I am? Does it align with the things that I say that I believe, you know, before jumping on? And as we were talking to that and I was listening to you, speak about it. It made me think of Psalm 25. So I'm just going to read the first five verses of that. It says, to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exalt over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be, they shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you, I wait all the day long. So like, as we're talking about these things, you know, the people that adopt things really quickly without thinking them through all the way or jump on a bandwagon or pick a side, that to me is what it says here, where it's wantonly tre treacherous and they shall be ashamed. They shall be ashamed because they're being wantonly treacherous. But then there's this other way, right? Where we're praying, make me to know your ways. Oh Lord, teach me your paths, lead me in your truth and teach me for you are the God of my salvation. And I just think of all the different things that come up in life and all the different, like you said, when you're at a crossroads, if you know which way, where you're going, you know which way to turn, right? S same thing as like these paths, the path of the Lord is the only one to be on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's another prayer. Make me to know your ways. Yes. And I think that that is the prayer because if we mm -hmm. know the ways, it is much easier to yeah. find our way in this world, right? Yeah. Um, it's hard to discern, as we talked about, it's hard to have wisdom in worldly situations when mm -hmm. we don't know the way ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, like, not to take away from the fact that things are legitimately confusing. Like, oh, yeah, we're, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, we're living in a time where evil is being called good and good is being called evil in many ways and in many forms. And it's confusing. And that is absolutely why we need to put in more effort to make sure that we're truly on the right path. Yes. Yes. You took the words. I was like, this is why we need to put in more effort, yeah. but you got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's true. It is confu – things are confusing, but it's purposefully confusing. Like that yes. is where we're going. It's not going to get yeah. easier. It's going to get harder. We need to buckle down. We need to make sure our kids are equipped, mm -hmm. you know, and ready for the world that they're, you know, growing up to go into and mm – -hmm. Um, yeah. 
Yes. Think of the world your kids are growing up into. And this, I don't mean for this to be a rabbit trail and it might be, but the world our kids are growing up in is a world where their identity has been so stripped from them that they can't even count on the fact that they're a boy or a girl. You know what I mean? (laughs) They Uh are being told that those categories aren't like the categories that we have known since the beginning of time are not real. And that is the core of so many people's identity. And they're being told that doesn't exist. That's the foundation our kids growing up in this world are being told. And this is why it's so important. And not that's not the only reason, but that's just one example of the mm-hmm. ground being taken out from our kids before they've taken their first step. And that's why we need to know where we're going. Yeah. Actually, that's interesting. Um, I had taken my oldest daughter grocery shopping with me uh, two days ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's today? Friday? Yesterday, mm-hmm. actually. Thursday. And no, I don't know. I have no idea what day it is. <laughs> I think it's it so Wednesday. Anyway. Your brain is really similar to mine sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think it was Wednesday. But we had went grocery mm-hmm. shopping. We were checking out. And um, she has really long hair. But she had it tucked mm-hmm. in her coat. And she was helping bag the groceries. And the mm-hmm. woman who was um, checking us out, she's like, man, he's really good help. And oh. um, I just – I didn't say anything. And then she looked mm-hmm. up. She goes, oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. She she was like, I didn't even realize you had – she goes, I didn't look up and see, you know, if yeah. you had a daughter or son. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And she um, then – I said, she's fine. It doesn't matter, you know. And she goes, well, everybody wants to be recognized for who they mm. um, are. And, right. you know, it's it's really important we recognize people um, for who they are, who they want to be is how she put mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And so then that opened a conversation for my daughter and I as we left the store and just talking about the fact that that statement, everybody wants to be recognized for who they are, or who they mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, how they think of themselves. She put it some way like that. Right. I can't remember how she said it. Very subjective. But, yeah. And we talked about that then, me, my daughter and I, just about how society has become to where mm-hmm. we are so worried about what other people think of us mm-hmm. and how we see ourselves. But what is yeah. being left out of there? Mm-hmm. No one's talking about who God you know, who God knows us to be. Yes. And we're not worried about, you know, being, we're worried about being judged by other people in a way that we don't want to be judged, but we're not worried about how God is going to ultimately judge us. And mm-hmm. so we had a pretty good conversation about that, but I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with that other than <laughs> it just reminded me of that when you brought that yeah. up. Cecily. Well, and you say like, you know, people are so worried about how they're being perceived essentially and mm-hmm. how we're perceiving other people. But the, like you said, that's, that's a fear of people, right? And here we're talking about wisdom and discernment. And the Bible tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yes. So this misplaced fear that we have is not doing us any favors, mm-hmm. um, but that's what it is. It's this fear of, of people. And I don't know, it's, it's created a lot of confusion in the world. Yeah. And I guess that's another – there's another portion of that I want to bring up is just in talking to her, I also brought up the fact that, you know, people will say – and I think we talked about this on one episode and we talked about statements people say that aren't necessarily true. Right. Um, one yeah. of them was uh, 
and maybe we didn't talk about this one, but what other people say about you says more about them right. than about than anything right. about you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But so people go around parroting stuff like that. Like what other people say about me doesn't matter as no bearing on me, you know? Mm-hmm. But then like the same in the same breath, they're worried about being called the pronoun they want to be called because they need to be seen exactly right. Right. As yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. so it's just this constant um constant like inconsistencies in the things that people say and do and the things they say they think and the things they say they believe and how they actually act. And so that brings us back to just, you know, if we are rooted in our values, if we are rooted in our belief system, if we really understand why we even talk about the things happening in the world and why it matters, we are consistent. We can walk the path. We're not constantly waving back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. We're not. We're not confused by the things happening in the world to an extent of the things may be confusing, but we're not confused about what we believe and where we stand in mm-hmm. our values. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely, for sure. And what a good feeling to not have to be confused, you know? Yes. Um, actually, something funny that I was thinking of is um, you were talking about that episode that we did where people say things that, you know, aren't necessarily true, right? Well, something that I say all the time to my kids, and this is true, but it's something I say all the time. I always say to them, just because someone says something doesn't make it true. Like, it's something mm-hmm. I repeat to them all the time. It's something I really do want them to remember. Well, this morning, and this is totally an aside. I'm sorry. <laughs> this morning, I was getting ready to head out the door. And um, I said to my husband, as I was leaving, I'm like, hey, if these boys have a haircut before I get home, that would be a good thing. And I said to them, I'm like, your long hair is making you look sleepy all the time. Because it does. I find it really makes them look sleepy. And I start heading out the door. And my oldest son, Weston, just yells out. He's like, just because someone says something doesn't make it true. (laughs) Implying that what I said wasn't true. But anyway, I was really proud of him. It shows you like if you try to teach your kids these same things and repeat things like over and over again to the point that it's annoying, (laughs) it sticks with them. (laughs) And I know that's not at all what we were talking about, but no, that's great. (laughs) Great. Before we wrap up here, I'm not sure. I feel like we're kind of on the downswing of this episode and getting to the end point, but I have one more uh, piece of scripture I want to read. So Mm -hmm. James 1, verses 19 through 21. My dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, humbly receive the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Mm -hmm. And uh, that first part, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. Guys, that's something I have worked on so much and I'm still (laughs) working on a lot. Like I am Mm -hmm. not, I am not the person you would think of that is quick to listen and slow to speak. I speak my mind often (laughs) and I'm not necessarily slow to anger either. But one thing that um, we talked about earlier in the episode, which I didn't get into a lot, is just that, you know, I've seen so much of people just like taking the news. We talked about this a little bit, but 
taking the news, taking a headline, seeing it, and trying to be the first to say something about it, to garner the attention to themselves and utilize the sensational mm-hmm. news um, in a way that we would say that we don't like, but then utilizing it the same way themselves. And I just think that slow to speak portion, being well thought out, understanding why we're talking about things and mm-hmm. why it's important to talk about it rather than just talking about it to draw attention, you know? Yeah. Um, and then this part, I, I just really wanted to point out, um, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent. Okay, so that's talking about, you know, ridding it from ourselves, but mm-hmm. evil that is so prevalent. This is acknowledging that evil is prevalent. And prevalent means, you know, it's everywhere. It's around us. And so we need to be aware that it is everywhere and try to avoid becoming that ourselves, avoid it ourselves, Mm -hmm. but also, you know, see it around us and try not to become like that. So for sure. I love that where it says, I don't, our translations are different, but Mm -hmm. receive with meekness, the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. And Mm -hmm. I just feel this peace when I read about the implanted word, like, Mm -hmm. because that's what we've referenced throughout this whole episode is that, you know, this foundation that comes from the word, right? And Mm -hmm. something that I've really been focusing on, um, I would say actually since the start of the new year, like I've always been really good about reading my Bible at least once a day, usually in the morning. Um, But I want to do it morning and night. And that doesn't mean like a ton. It just means I want to be, you know, Folk, I recorded another podcast episode this morning, actually, and the person that I recorded it with said it well, like, give God the first and the last word every day. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. I want to give God the first and last word. And that implanted word, it makes me think of a seed that's already in the ground, you know, and that can either be tended or it cannot be tended. And it can either, you know, grow for a little while and then die off, or it can continue to grow bigger and stronger, right? And it's such an amazing thing to watch these little seedlings grow from almost nothing into something huge. And so I'm going to read one more scripture. I guess there can never be too many, but Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Very similar to that James 1 passage. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. And now this next part, starting in verse 3, Rita and I have talked before about, um, Rita uses these word pictures kind of to describe how she's feeling. And she had described herself as feeling just like a a tree, like strong and steady. And so here verse 3 says, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. I feel like that fits so well with that Mm -hmm. James 1 passage that you just read. And I don't know, that's just the root of it all. Yeah, it's perfect. It sounds like the clarity. It sounds like consistency. Mm -hmm. It sounds like steadiness and what we're looking for you know, and what we're trying to achieve, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, this is what we wanted to talk about today was kind of like the goals of our podcast. And a lot of people, when they would be talking about the goals of something, they would be talking about 
monetary goals or, you know, numbers or this or that. That is not our goal for this podcast. You know, Mm -hmm. if you share it with your friends because you think it would be valuable to them, of course we appreciate that. But this, our goals for our podcast this year is just what we just talked about for the past however many minutes. It's, it's not about any measurable statistic that the world would consider valuable. It's about ourselves growing in this awareness of what truth is and living deeply rooted in our values and encouraging you guys to do the same. Yeah, very good. <laughs> I'm excited right. for this year. Me too. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, you guys. If you want to find us outside the podcast, you can find me, Cecily, on Instagram at cecily.dickey or on my website, thegracetogrow.com. You can find me, Rita, at ritarogersco.com or Rita Rogers Co. on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Bye.